Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Welcome to episode 184 of the Ruskell Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, and Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Zolf Smith. Hamid Salah Haroon Al-Tahan. Sell Sidebottom. An absolute beast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Azu. Goodness me, goodness me. Oh, you solve my encounter all. Oh, you, etc. Yeah, when's yes. the second, third, and fourth encounter, Alex? We all know how this goes. We yeah, know we know we know goes. what's going to happen. There was definitely the sound of a tear in reality. I remember yeah, that. that. Yeah, so that was clearly one of the arms, right? And then we're going to deal with the rest Aww. of the beast now. I don't want to. <laughs> so, as a reminder for everyone, we're in the Garden of Yerlik. It's lovely. You had a nice walk. Met some slightly more hostile wildlife, but you're basically fine. And you just completed combat really easily. Uh, anyone have anything to add before we sort of just pick up? I think that's pretty much it. Uh, really, yeah. really suspicious of all of this, just so you know. I mean, you told us we're still in initiative order, so it's yeah. really oh, up I to you did. who acts I next, did, isn't it, didn't Alex? I? Yes, you did. Gosh, I did. But interestingly, interestingly, mm-hmm. I don't, you see, because Wild's taken his turn. So I, I, guess, I guess I'll leave you in initiative for now. So Skrark is now after Azu in the initiative order because he delayed his action and should have adopted a new position. You are correct. Ooh. So what would you like to have had Skrark do? Skrark hides in the tree and makes a perception check to spot other enemies coming. Gosh. Give me a perception check. 20 total. Okay, cool. This is going to play into what I was going to do at the start of this episode anyway. As a non-active perception check, can I please get everyone to give me a perception check? Okay. 19. But the hiding is relevant and noted, Bryn. Ooh. 25. Also Ooh. 25. Ooh. 22 from Hammond. Excellent. Uh, roll for NPCs. Hmm, interesting. I'm going to describe what everyone sees and then I'm going to describe a couple of NPC things. So, oh dear. in terms then of bottom to top, Zolf at a 19, you are casting about four enemies. You definitely have the sense that there are enemies approaching. Mm-hmm. The best thing that you can do really is discern off to that side where you had the exhausted druid, as we shall call them, until they become more manifest. Mm-hmm. That seems to be like the most obvious one at first. And as you start looking to that, you suddenly realize, hang on, look up and immediately above you, a significantly larger portal than what was opened before seems to be opening immediately on top of all of you. Oh. So that is one way you're like, huh, wait, what? Look up. Ah. I'm going to go ahead and say that unless you say otherwise, you'd let people know. So they're now aware of this as a thing. Yeah. Cool. I would say it looks roughly twice the size of what came before. That's the best way I can describe it. Additionally, Hamid, you note what Zolf was looking to see more, which is there is a creature off to the left-hand side, sort of charging towards 
but the only way that you so hard you've been able to see it is a flurry of dead leaves blows across and it outlines for a moment some humanoid sprinting aggressively towards you but then the flurry of leaves passes and you can't see it again it was clearly monstrous oh, no. uh, it was not like oh maybe this is a friend no no okay. it was a very distorted humanoid that was aggressively charging forwards cell you get your first scent. Ooh! Whatever is charging towards you, the wind is carrying its scent towards you. A very, very acrid, acrid pestilence. Putrefaction mixed with chemical plant. Ooh, it's dead. Which is actually the noise Cell makes as well. Very, <laughs> very sharp on the nose, but with, with meaty overtones. Ugh. Also the noise Cell makes. <laughs> Like one of those fungi that smells of dead flesh. That's kind of the vibe I'm going for, yeah. But it definitely has a, a, a almost chemical twang to it, which feels unnatural. That's not a, na- a smell that you'd normally get in nature. Azu, you also discern an extra element. I'm going to say that cell your 25 is used up on spotting mm-hmm. the, the scent bit because it gives you some extra info. And Azu, you notice there is movement all around very small very subtle movement amongst the sort of dead leaf litter you know how I was saying in the rest of the garden it was more like you know bright those the petals and so on here it's either like bare rock or like heaps of leaves and so on you see very very subtle movements of things approaching you reckon it's hard to tell when they'll be here they don't seem to be moving super rapidly but the best description i can give you and this is what leaps to azu's mind given azu's context is being in a field when she stumbled into a say a group of snakes like you know like you can have like a a bunch of them and they all sort of converge that I can't give you more than that with the perception checks you rolls. You're definitely certain something is coming towards, but to be clear, it's not like you have three seconds and then they're on you, but it is an extra element that you don't think is connected to the other stuff. Lot of info there all in mm. one go. We are now at the top of the initiative round. Hamid, you are up. I am going to, for the sake of everyone's ease, obviously you can RP it if you want, assume that eye stalks are active and that everyone is communicating as the efficient, well-oiled machine that you would have become over the time that you have been fighting together. How far up is the new special larger portal? It is at exactly the same height as the last one. Okay. It is exactly 10 feet in the air and appears to be 10 feet by 20 feet. Okay, so I can't fireball it because of the radius of fireball. To be clear, this is occupying the exact space just larger than the last one was sure it appears to have immediately just dumped itself straight where you it last was whatever this thing turn it off and on again (laughs) (laughs) Hamid is once again going to float five feet backwards so that he's more or less ten feet from the rest of the party at this point and he's going to cast greater invisibility on himself Mm, okay so greater invisibility means that it doesn't last nearly as long but it also doesn't go away when I attack So I am now invisible Ah. for 45 seconds or something like that. And can blow stuff up whilst doing it, which is fundamentally disturbing as a GM, but here we are. Who made that that nuclear submarine invisible? (laughs) Stop it. Send it back. I believe that's everything you can do unless you've got a cheeky swift action kicking around or something. That's Hammond. Okay. Zolf, you are up. Yeah. How far away is this charging figure? 60 feet. And for the sake of ease, 60 feet from you specifically, because you're sort of... Oh, but it's, it's invisible, isn't it? So it's got, like, a concealment bonus, yeah? There, there will be a minor concealment bonus. So we're talking about the... I have to roll, and if I get the roll wrong, I just straight up miss. Oh, unfortunately, yes. Yeah. So, uh, uh, it's current stage, yeah. I channel positive energy to heal Skrark and Hamid. Okay, cool. Uh, obviously, I'll leave you to roll the healing, because goodness knows I have enough dice kicking around at my end. It's relevant. Of course, yeah, you're They're missing seven and eight hit points. <laughs> there you go, I rolled, I rolled 2d6 and healed seven hit points. You can extrapolate <laughs> the rest of the three. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be your favourite part of this game, where it's just like, cool, roll me dice. No, it's irrelevant. Sean, <laughs> and the game can continue anyway. <laughs> the absolute minimum possible is six, so I feel like... No, you're, you're, right, you're right, right, you're right. I totally forgot, I apologise. In which case, then, anything else that you'd like to do with your turn? There is anything else I can do with the turn, to be honest. So... The figure which will say, again, because of initiative order, it's sort of mid-charge forward outlined in um, leaves. Suddenly, 
is is gone. The leaves blow past. And then right up in your grill specifically, Zolf, is a instant sort of teleportation appearing. Like, just a horrendous, wart, shambling corpse, it appears to be. Excellent. It is what happens if you take a person, just treat them like plasticine, squidge them all up, and then try and mash them back into a person. It is just utterly distorted, clearly undead, straight out the gate, heavily putrefied. It is not pleasant. Mm -hmm. It is. But also, to be explicit... You don't, like, I'm just going to say, don't bother with your checks. It's so obviously the most classic undead I can give you. There's no need to really bother. What I would say is, does anyone have any knowledges relevant to undead for extra stuff? i got nature, arcana. Arcana would be relevant. Okay. Religion. Yeah, no, religion would be best. I also have religion. It's another one where, like, religion's the high scorer on this one, but if you roll super high on Arcana, I might give you some. 24 on Arcana. That's only a 16 on religion. Fumble. 33 on Arcana. For the Arcana check, you are certain that this was a teleportation effect. This wasn't a, like, oh, you know, it it was invisible or something. That it is doing something to do with spatial distortion. It is doing something to do with manipulating space and or time in a way that you've not necess- you specifically won't necessarily have been aware of as a particularly undead thing to do. That's as much as I can give you, unfortunately, with such low rolls across the board. 33! It's not a low roll! <laughs> no, but you there are material limits on yeah, the arcana, yeah, yeah. No, whereas the religion, I could have said what true, it true. is. In that case, then, it also, because it's super weird, immediately takes an attack on Zolf. Oh. Ooh. So, it's hands, it just sort of almost does the sort of wolverine double arm out but it doesn't get those claws what happens is it just sloughs off whatever flesh is remaining on its hands exposing the raw skeletal claws and then tries to slash the first one goes wide the second one is a very sort of 90 slow-mo-esque sweep just before the eyes and its turn ends with it effectively ready to just plow into you again at which point then Cell you are up I am going to throw some frost bombs at it. It's in melee combat, isn't it? Yes. But I'm not doing splash damage No, now. you are not. They get three at plus eight and one at plus two. The first two are frost bombs, which are the same as other bombs, except you get staggered if you fail a fortitude sec. So, first one, that is a ten. That is a miss. Uh, that is a 12. That is also a miss. These are yeah, poor this, rolls. Uh, yeah. Oh, that is a 27. Oh, that's a hit. <laughs> Could you imagine if I said it was a miss? <laughs> and the next one's a 10. That's a miss as well. Ooh, unfortunate rolls there from Cell. Yep. Yeah. Cool. That does 5d6 plus 12 plus 1. You also get the wild oh, bardic cool. inspiration bonus okay. to that damage. 29 damage. Okay, what type of damage is that? He said leadingly. That is frost damage. Plus, if they fail a fortitude check, they are now cold and staggered. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Uh, Alex is going to check something, but I don't think that's going to go off, I'm afraid. That's the kind of thing that undead are often immune to. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say that it appears to have gone off exactly as it should. It mm. appears completely unaffected by those secondary effects. Mm, no worries. I would say it's a throw, that bomb, isn't it? Yeah. So as you throw that bomb, I'll say it explodes just in its face. Just... <laughs> it, yeah, oh, it is. Also, it appears heavily damaged by it. It doesn't. It isn't, like, shrugging it off or anything. It really seems to have taken quite a heavy hit from whatever that did to it. Mm. It is very heavily messed up. It appears to have to be blunt, it appears to have reacted the way flesh should, which is not a small thing in these monsters at this point. <laughs> Gross. At which point then is there anything else that you would like to do? Uh, no, I do not think that Cell can. Okay. Okay, at which point then, the next thing that happens is, you know, that double-sized portal resolves itself into two separate identical-sized portals that are just immediately next to one another plopped straight on top of the party exactly as the last one was. Such a hack. Hydra. Hydra. No. 
at which point Skrark is up. I will note Skrark is hidden. I will provide info to Skrark, if you know what I mean, <laughs> which is, as far as Skrark, again, can uh, determine, nothing appears to be paying any attention to him whatsoever. Skrark waits and observes the tentacles, activates the ability of the stalking dagger. Understood, yep. At which point, then, Azu, those snakes that you were seeing earlier uh-huh. finally resolve themselves to you and the rest of the party. Some plant vines appear to be snaking from multiple directions towards the party. To your eye, you count four. They are not, to be clear, they do not appear to be part of the tentacle creature, and they do not appear to be part of the sort of zombie-esque creature. These appear to be living plants, though admittedly with some kind of sickness. Like, you know, you can see, like, trunks that have a rot and things like that yeah. there appear to be four at to be for the sake of my own ease the four points of the compass are snaking inwards towards the group they're moving at quicker than a plant should but they you literally see them move you know that they are now within 20 feet and will be upon you next turn and I, I will say for the sake of my ease to the group if you see what I mean in the next turn so they are 20 feet away and have just finally resolved themselves. It is impossible to tell where specifically they, their source is, but to be clear, there are three distinct flavours of enemy here. Your portal things, your weird zombie thing, and these plant things. The plants do have a smell. The smell is of rotting vegetation cell, for your benefit. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you. And the final piece of information and I'm, I'm layering loads of stuff to be like ah too much information try and act optimally now <laughs> you're pretty certain that the bell ringing seems to be coming from them somehow from the vines from the vines yes right we got jangly vines you got jangly vines coming at you okay it's now summit Newell's turn you know what summit will just immediately take a swing at the the big old beastie that's immediately rearing its head overhead via the portal it's just what she'd do. A fine hit. Dealing. Da-da-da. Dealing respectable damage. By respectable damage, I mean normal. You know, <laughs> sensible amounts of damage against my babies. Not the ludicrous, ridiculous, <laughs> over the top nonsense that you guys are hurling around. But nonetheless, a respectable amount of damage for anyone other than you horrendous bullies. <laughs> <laughs> Azu, you are now up. So Azu's big weakness is that she's bad at attacking multiple enemies. So I have to pick one. Can you tell me how far each thing is from me? The nearest vine is 20 feet from you. Okay, can't reach that. The portal is 10 feet above you, but the tentacles are already just all amongst you. They're just all up in your grill. It's done exactly the same thing, just twice. Okay. And in terms of the beastie that's facing off against Zolf, 10 feet away. Every single creature is within your range. However, the only one that you could get to without moving are the tentacles. Then I think I'm just going to do my my evil attack move thing again on the tentacles above me. It worked. That worked worked pretty pretty well well before. Yeah, Yeah, it did. (laughs) Right, so I cast the smite evil because I already know these things are evil. Mm -hmm. Assuming it is not an identical but good set of tentacles. (laughs) Oh... Oh, I missed an absolute trick there. No, that was Gary. Gary was the evil tentacle monster. Damn. Damn, I missed <laughs> Three tentacles, one good, one neutral, one evil. And he only tells the truth. Oh, I missed an absolute <laughs> ticket there. <laughs> Go for it. It hit my baby. And again, plus 19 to hit. Well, let's hope I don't get a five again, because I'll be really annoyed. Oh, I didn't get a five. I got a two. <laughs> Tw- 21 to hit. I I think that's still a hit. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe this. No, no, no. That's it. In a good way, you hit. You hit, you hit it. it. I know, but why can't I hit it better? Stop trying to get better than an A. There is no S rank in damage and hitting. <laughs> but I want there to be. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any idea how far beyond the, like, the curve you guys are already. Stop <laughs> coveting power. Please. 
So 2d12 plus 17, yes? Yeah. Okay, that's 11 plus 17, which is 28. Now you get your second attack. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't kill it this time on my first go. This will be a plus 14 instead of a plus 19 to hit, because it's always five less. Ugh, not even any So that first That's one, by the rubbish. way, you sweep and it slices multiple tentacles. Just swoop, 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 and the icor starts pouring out Good. again. To be clear, you seem to have already done heavy damage to this thing by virtue of you and Summit Neil. Good. It's what she deserves. Okay, so I need to get a six or above to hit it. That was a ten! Yay! So that's a 24 to hit. So that's 1d12 plus 17. Okay. Oh, well, that's only 19. That's quite a low roll. It's still horrendous amounts of damage in one turn, but it is quite a low roll. I'll give you that. Yeah, it was a two. You just did 45 damage in a single round. Like, that's, that's a I good amount of damage. Uh, just, just for reference, Helen, <laughs> that's like a normal attack for you. I used my big levels five spell and did 45 damage. So... So, <laughs> Icor is flying off as it was. She's covered in the viscera of this sort of extra-dimensional monstrosity as she plows her axe into it over and over, easily half of the tentacles that are visible have already just been severed and it is gushing Icor everywhere. There's definitely sounds of distress coming from beyond the portal, but they're so muffled as if underwater that you can't really discern anything useful. But you are hurting it so much. Anything else that you would like to do apart from just hurt me? Hurt me, physically. Just tear my heart out and hold it beating in front of me. <laughs> No, no, I think I'm, I'm happy with the damage I've caused you Excellent. so far. Excellent. <laughs> at which point then, technically, Skrark is up because we're at the end of the initiative order. Oh, yeah. Um, Skrark flings himself out of the tree, pops out his gliding wings and lands knife first on the tentacle that Azu just attacked and literally drops, pops the wings back in as he drops down it, holding the knife in its flesh, at least in theory. <laughs> Nice. I'm expecting this attack to be against the flat-footed AC, since he was hidden before attacking. Yes, that's correct. Oh dear, I only rolled a five, but right now his... Uh, oh no, I need to make a fly check uh, first. You do, but you will have to roll horrendously low to fail. Skrark's fly check is... 22. You're fine, you're fine. Okay. Yeah, okay, so the attack roll was 21. Hit. A solid hit as well. Okay, so Skrark's damage is... Ooh, 28 damage. Wow, with a dagger. That's impressive. Oh, no, sorry, Uh, 29 damage. Okay, we're taking a break. We're taking a break. Sorry, God. (laughs) Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And welcome back. Cool. Yes. Scrox, one of you now. That's fine. <laughs> Yay! Go That's Scrox! That's fine, Scrox always one now. Of us. Yeah. Beyond the curve. To, to quote certain films, Scrox is now ready for a higher form of warfare. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> he's, he's not fine. quite as OP as Sasha, but he has some pretty good abilities, and the little jump out of off a high place to attack something is one of them. It is, it is one I admit when we were talking about the leadership thing I was like this this works I'd like this please it's nice I like it please Hamid you are up we're at the top of a fresh initiative round Hamid is going to once again cast uh, Scorching Ray he is going to cast Scorching Ray against the other tentacle understood uh, to be clear you will be attacking uh, sorry you will be provoking attack of opportunity oh, against you cast defensively check okay I rolled a nine but that is a total of 26. Yeah, that's enough. Hamid's built to be able to blow things up under combat. Yeah. Okay, these are ranged touch attacks, and they are... Uh, again, I'm firing into melee, so it is that plus 8, which is 23 and 18. Both hit. 22 damage on the first one. Mm-hmm. 21 damage on the second one. Still really respectable. You you immediately just beam off chunks of tentacles. You haven't done as much damage to that as obviously the other ones undergone. Uh, but yeah, a real solid yeah. start. Anything else that you want to do, and you didn't even manage to provoke an attack of opportunity, which is astonishing me. I underestimated oh. your combat casting. Well, the other thing is I am completely invisible, so I may not provoke attack of opportunities anyway for that reason. Oh, God, God, you're invisible. <laughs> you're killing everything as well. God. Just forgot that. God, you're invisible. That's such a me thing to say. I forgot you're invisible on top of everything else. God. <laughs> Don't take any weird build that gives you sneak attack damage on top, because then I'd be really actively upset with you. Fair. Okay, Zolf, you are up, facing off against... Grossy gross face. Grossy gross face, yeah. Yes. So one question. It's teleport avoided attacks opportunity, did it? Basically, yes. You wouldn't have. You couldn't have got an attack on it. Okay. The space it teleported from was outside your Yeah, range, yeah, so the teleport so... specifically avoids attacks opportunity. Yeah. Cool. Well, it's not going to avoid this. I take a five-foot step back, so I'm now threatening it with my glaive with reach, and it's not threatening me, as far as I understand, with its stupid hands... <laughs> Unless you say otherwise, I'm going to assume you were five foot stepped towards the group, not out of the group. Yes, towards the group. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Back away from you're still it, in, basically. Yeah, you're still in range of all of the buffing effects that's, that we've got. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's all that's I it. wanted to check. And then I cast defensively because tentacles. Yep. So the so I'm rolling plus my class level plus my casting modifier, right? Yep. Yeah, fine. Yes. So that's 23 I've got to hit, and my bonus is... Uh, 14, I think, is my wisdom that high? Yeah. Come on, give me some give me some attacks of opportunities, Ben. What's the point in covering you in tentacles if I can't bite you? <laughs> that is an 8, which gets me to 22. Ooh. So I get attacked. Okay, oh, understood. No. You get two attacks of opportunity uh-huh. from basically both portals simultaneously. Yep. They both appear to be... Interestingly, even though there's all these tentacles, they both still have mouths and they both seem to be focusing on using the mouths rather than the tentacles on cool. you. So you're hitting a 22. Both hit. <gasps> 16 damage. Total. That's total for both attacks. Cool. Also, can you give me two will saves? Yes, they are separate. What type of effect is this? This is going to be charm effect. Cool. So I get a... You get plus four. Thank you. And a another charm effect, actually. Aha, and I'm grief-filled, so emotion, spells, and effects, right? No? Yes? I don't know. That's Yeah, no, you're, this is bang on. That's exactly what this Great. is. So sad you can't punch me. <laughs> I'll be honest, Ben, this thing was not designed to take you out yeah, of the fight. Yeah, my, my basic will save is 24 right now. 
you could still fail. Okay, so that's a 29 and a 34. Yeah, you hit both, you're fine. <laughs> I would. I suspect you didn't get all your bonuses because you're still being boosted by protection from evil and by uh, bardic inspiration as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're fu- like you. You took the two bites. This thing is yes. not designed to. <laughs> this right. is not your enemy. You are yeah. here, but this is not your enemy. Yeah, my my, my will save was about thirty, probably. <laughs> right. So I need to roll a stupidly high concentration check. So it's another concentration check. So you'll get the same bonus. The DC is thirty because it's ten plus damage taken, plus level of spell. You took 16 damage. Oh, yeah, I don't think I could... I could roll natural 20. But no, you had a plus 14 concentration 14. Okay, yeah, so, I just need a good roll. Yeah, it's about a 25% chance that you hold the spell. Nah. Is the spell spent? Yes, I believe it is. Ah, that's a shame. Okay, in that case then... Oh, by the way, that was searing light that went away. That would have been 10d6 against the zombie. Ooh, damn! Ooh. So it goes. It's fine, I'll just start channeling positive energy because I'm a cleric. Yeah, of course, it's undead, yeah. Don't. Just do no. something else. <laughs> do that. I don't know what. Well, actually, Alex, I'm going to wait until you deal any bloody damage to the party and make it worth my while. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it coming. Keep it coming, that's fine. Oh, no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I want you all to take a little bit of a hit, and then I can wipe it out in one go while damaging the zombie, and we are... So efficient. So, the chonker... Uh, no, not the chonker. Alex, turn your brain on, sorry. Which of them? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moldy McMoldface. Ah, very clear. <laughs> takes a five-foot step, takes two swipes at Zolf directly, a 16 and a 17. No. At which point, <laughs> the creature then just dead-eye stares Zolf, throws both arms out again, chucks its head up in the air, and just starts screaming. <gasps> lurid purple light starts emitting from the bones all of the flesh upon it is just flayed offwards it screams as a wave of energy comes out everyone give me a will save what type of effect is this yeah what type of effect is it it's a teleportation effect oh which is super specific yeah. and rare oh and really God. hard to dig up yeah we haven't cast a mental anchor so that's literally all that you could have done, and I'm so glad that I managed to find something that could do this. It was really hard to find. We are all still getting the bonus plus three from Wild. Yes, you are. Oh, okay. The, the likelihood of this hitting everyone is slim. The likelihood of it hitting someone is high. Oh, God, no. I I, I got 25, guys. Guys, Yay. I rolled a 19. Hey. I rolled a 19. Cell, congratulations. You hit your three. DC. Nice. Uh, 28. Hit your DC. Skrark rolled a 17, which means that that's a total of 24. Oh, God, these are high rolls. That's that's DC as well. Oh, rolled no. a 4. What do you get? What do you get? What do you get? <laughs> which me means a total of 16. <laughs> yes. Is that, uh, I'm looking at rules, or is that the DC's 15? I think that looks like a DC is 15. The DC is 16, which you hit, therefore, oh! you're fine. I'm really annoyed. I'm really very annoyed here. <laughs> it also, it has to be an area of effect to affect me right now, since I'm flying oh, invisible. It's a horrendous effect that you <laughs> might have all managed to dodge, and if you did, I'm really... Before, I was playing it up, ha, 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 I have something else. If this doesn't go off, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> I'm going to be really right. legitimately annoyed, because this was beautiful design. Azu, what have you got? I also rolled a four. Oh, yeah, but you're a paladin. But that means <laughs> that I rolled a 21. <laughs> How about Weldon Smithiel? Oh, we well, just got him back! So oh. this is where I am going to now suggest I would like someone else so that I can't pretend that I'm fudging in any way. I'd like one of you to roll for Wild, the dice, and one of you to roll for Summit Newell. I know the, the modifier's at my end, but this is so that you can prove it's not fudged. I should roll for Wild, shouldn't I? Yeah. Yes, you absolutely should. I'll roll, I'll roll for Summit Newell. So that's Thank just you, a standard Helen. d20, yeah? Just roll a d20. I'll maths at my end, but I just want you to flub it so I can blame you. Uh, Wild okay. got an 8. An 8? Summit Newell got a 14. <sighs> Come on, come on, Wild. Fail the check. Fail the check. Come on, mate. <gasps> no! Alex! Alex is doing a face! He's doing a face! Was it an eight? Yeah. Not a nine, an eight. Definitely an eight, Ben. Okay. Ah, okay. But... Because, my friend, Ben, if it was an eight... But... Not a nine, but an eight. I... No. You're in so much I'm trouble, doing a li- I'm doing a little read of the oh, rules. Oh, yes. Right. I have unity, 
as Zolf, <laughs> so I can allow people to use my saving throws instead of theirs as an immediate action. Am I able to like? Or, or, in or you could just not. Okay, so that says I can. To do me, it, that do says it, I can. Man, you could it. just let it happen to Wild and yeah, then find so, out no. what it is. So uh, I'm gonna turn it from an eight plus question mark question mark question mark into an eight plus eighteen. This has been such an up and down. It affects everyone as well. So it does affect everyone. So it was also not as close. Fine. Yeah. This is fine. Everything oh, sorry. Is Actually, fine. that's a good point. Brilliant. This is optional. Does Wild want to take this boon? <laughs> I have to ask you because Wild is not my, you know, not my character. Wild does. Wild oh wants God. to take the boon. Fine. <laughs> I'm going to pass out. I'm getting big Grizzop flashback. Yeah, I know. There is an elaborate and dangerous light show as energy, raw energy, just surges out from this now skeletal figure that screams up with a... And then the skeletal figure's gone and apparently nothing happened. All of you have, like, licks of purple flame all over you and there's a crack of thunder... Apparently, it had can, no can I roll Knowledge Arcana to know what that was? Yes, you can. If anyone has Knowledge Arcana, I'll allow you to do that on the fly. Okay. I'm fudging the knowledge stuff a little bit here, but yeah. Oh, that's a nat 20, so 25. Uh, 32. 29. That was a... All of you who rolled a check, that was a horrendously potent teleport burst of some kind. The kind of thing that will teleport you a decent distance in a random direction, which sounds like not a lot. That could have been downwards into the ground. It could have been up into the air. It's a big deal. Oh, and my God. A, and really powerful. Like, way, Baleful way more teleport. powerful. <laughs> it's effectively a form of baleful teleport, yeah. but way beyond what any of you in your knowledge arcana are aware of as a, this is a thing that people encounter. Because this would, like, this would be something no one would allow to live because it could absolutely wreck things. Yeah. It's gone. There is no trace of it. It has so just ceased to be, apparently. Oh, so it's teleported itself away, which means it's still out there, potentially, Ooh. right? It like, was just know. a skeleton, though. I would say you saw the skeleton explode into pieces as oh. it exploded. Oh, okay. I mean, oh, yeah. cool. that's, I'm not going handy. to spell that's, stuff that's out. That's useful but knowledge, Alex. Thanks. Yeah. It's <laughs> properly like... <laughs> it, it was a teleport bomb and it blew up. Yes. Okay. But a horrendously powerful one, and I cannot overstate two things. One, it was incredibly unreasonable of me to put you against that on top of everything else. And two, look all the good it did me anyway. <laughs> Unity, Alice. baby. Helen's all like, oh, no, that's not fair. And it's like, yes, you're right. The unfairness is going against me. This good. is Sirs, you goddamn right. Learn uh, from this. Uh, if I may, uh, and I may not, <laughs> but Zolf stares at the gap that was the zo- uh, used to be the zombie goes alright mate that's just a Monday for us <laughs> oh, I hate you I hate you deep in my soul right I, I'll just delete them from the initiative order cool. Cell you are up there was a massive elaborate explosion that you're fairly certain would have been horrendously fatal Cell so, so does a quick check everyone is still here cool everything's fine I mean Hamid may have been teleported who knows no that's true I'm invisible <laughs> yeah I'm still invisible <laughs> But, uh... No, it gets worse. Oh, no, it gets worse. Don't edit this out. Do not make it any less inelegant than what I've just done. Does it hit everyone? Does it hit potential? Alex needs to do a check for one or two of his monsters that he was like, that is an acceptable loss for the chance of getting rid of you all. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yes. Putting away yes. actual monsters. <sighs> so, uh... Please. Cell, you know when you do your quick check to be like... Where did things go? Mm-hmm. Yep. You're not certain, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say that you're aware of these snaking vines. You're not mm-hmm. certain, but you think there's less of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to play the rules as written. I wrote this going. It's fine. One or two of them will get got. That's fine because it'll be such a mess. Fine. 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 Cool. Carry on. Don't mind. <laughs> This is this could not have gone worse for me. <laughs> I put so much work in. This would I was I was worried. I was legitimately worried here. Carry on. No, but you fine. know what's going to happen is this is going to go really well for us, and then on the way out we're going to trip over a squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what'll happen. Yeah. Just fall into the sky. Just, we, we all just shatter like glass. <laughs> 
Cell's going to throw a bunch of bombs at the tentacle thing. Yeah, please do. Uh, which one? The one that Hamid has damaged or the one that everyone else has damaged? The one that Hamid's damaged. Yep. First one, 19. 19 is a... Bring up the stat block for that. God, there's so many stat blocks here. They're all useless <laughs> to me. Uh, is not a hit. Oh, okay. Doesn't make it through the hide. I think it's very unlikely that Cell will hit anything then. Oh, no. Here we are. That is a 23. So a hit. Cool. And the next one... Um, 25. 25. That's a hit. And the next one oh, is an 8. Is an 8. Okay, so that's two... Uh, two hits. Both of them I'm just going to do as a normal alchemist bomb because Cell doesn't think that this thing would care about cold. <laughs> so that is 5d6 plus 15. Ooh. Uh, oh, so actually plus 16, I should have said. So the first attack did 37 damage. 37? Yes. Yeah, five yes. 5d6 oh, six plus its 16. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good attack. God, and Very, oh very good. God, uh, I wasn't ready for that. The next one did 32. Jesus. When Cell gets a hit, yeah. it <laughs> matters, but it takes a lot of prep. The bomb, the bombs are incredible, but you get what twelve a day? Fourteen at this point. And once, and once you're spent, they're properly gone. Yep, mm. they are gone. But um, so Cell has used up eight of the fourteen. You horrendously damage it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely eviscerate it. It's now far more damage than the one that the others have been hitting. Well, that's fine. You know, I'll deal with it. Absolutely horrendous. There is just extra dimensional gore everywhere. You get the impression that it might even be that the way that you're attacking, because there's just so much of it to hit, is only helping you more. Like, Mm. horrendous damage. Okay, in which point then, thankfully, Alex at least gets to try again uh, an attack. (laughs) Okay, let me settle myself. Hamid, you're invisible, right? Yeah. You haven't flown away, though, have you? I'm ten feet away from the rest of the party. So hypothetically... If these things could see see through invisibility. Yeah. Wicked. Oh, Hamid, you're squishy. What's your AC? 23. Thank you. That is quite a good AC, though. It's quite a good AC, though. Three, pretty good. That's basically my AC. He's got them magical spells. <laughs> so, Hamid. Yes. Every single tentacle... All of them from both portals swings, like ignores every other player, and every single one goes for Hamid through the invisibility. So the good the good news is is that confirms to the rest of the party that I didn't get teleported away while invisible. True. Very true. <laughs> it does, however, mean that you've been hit six times normally plus a crit. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh you might, you're gonna get grizzled. Oh no, no! No! No, oof, oof! Oof, oof, oof. Oh, that's bad. I would like to state for the record that I do not have loads of hit points. <laughs> How many hit points do you have? 51. Oh, that could. Mm, we're in the danger zone. You aren't aware of it, but you have done an enormous amount to help yourself by flying. I can't go into why mechanically. That probably is going to save your life. If you hadn't have been, you'd already be dead. Oh, God. Because of additional stuff that you've just auto-negated. Oh, God. There's a reason I was like, I'm not going to be on the ground for this fight at any point. Oh, God. You take 32 damage total. <sighs> and I have to make how many will saves? So here's the thing. I can't go into why. None. I won't go into why mechanically. You have made a series of good decisions as a group, which has meant that Hamid has survived comparatively fine, as opposed to just be utterly eviscerated. Well done, good, but yes, it's very clear to you at this point. Yeah, that probably yelps multiple they times. They might be able to see you. Yeah. Oh. Can we, like, see his blood dripping out and stuff? So he's like... Oh, God! Oh. Or just, like, where the, the tentacles make a shake. However, <laughs> could everyone please then give me a will save? Everyone in yep. the group. I'll be rolling for the NPCs for this one. What type of effect? Yeah, because if it's... Uh, this is a fear effect for anyone oh. it's relevant to. Okay, okay so remember your plus fours, everybody. Three plus four. Three from wild, four from us. <laughs> oh! 46. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, because all of the bonuses bumped my will up to 27 and I rolled a 19. <laughs> so yeah, 46. I'll admit, the fear effect is primarily for other characters, but goddamn, dude. <laughs> like, goddamn, you're about to break 50 and you're at, le- le- like, you're at like, level 9. Oh, my God. I also rolled 36. <laughs> yeah! Cell so rolled 14. <gasps> for a total of... No, that is the total. Oh, no. You're now my favourite, Lydia. Oh. For a very short period of time, I assume. Yes, how are we doing over at Team Hamid and Team Hamid Scrock? rolled a 3, Scrock rolled a 10. Both of them therefore get a net of 21. Wow. Uh, Cell, you're now shaken. Except ignore that. You take shaken, but you are not affected by it. Exactly. Oh, yes, because of the magic yeah. circle. Though that is potentially relevant depending on what happens next. The, yeah, because it the can whole... scale up. Yeah, yeah. Because interestingly, it could scale up even though you're not affected by it more and more and more, couldn't it? Yeah. That doesn't affect while I'm within 10 feet. 30 foot. Of 30, 30 feet. feet. So you're, you're basically fine, just don't wander off. And also, <laughs> yeah, so just, just for the record, it, this also stops frightened and panicked. So basically, for the next six rounds, we're golden. As soon as that ends, might have a problem. So I'm going to be, oh no, is it calming touch cell or heal Hamid? Yeah. I can heal Hamid. I'll calming touch cell then. (laughs) At which point, with gore just pouring out everywhere, just spraying everywhere, the portals just start to close. The tentacles retract themselves. They just pull themselves up. They Honestly, they just retract themselves. The bits that are left there already falling away into that residual, basically cling film-esque stuff. And honest to God, the portals revert to their state that they were at, you know, before signalling their arrival. And they just, they, they apparently just retract themselves with that same gentle, sort of almost tearing noise to indicate that movement. At which point, we're still in initiative, technically. Oh, God. Skrark is up. So the tentacles are just gone? Yes. The thing that's interesting is the ringing is still all around you, but yeah. clearly coming from two remaining plants that are right up against you. Uh, like, like, uh, are 20 feet away. They haven't had a chance to move up yet. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, Skrark would like to delay his action. That's He's probably fine. going to insert after Azut again. Because sure. flanking. He's a rogue. He needs the flanking. <laughs> okay. At which point, the remaining vines, so this is one, if we're looking at cardinal directions, one due east, one due west, so to the left and the right of you, more or less, snake in the remaining distance and then suddenly rear up, almost like a snake. To describe them now that you can see them with them reared up, they appear to have bright silver flowers at the uh, front, like look almost metallic. Like the plants in Jumanji, but silver, maybe. Yes. Like, yeah, honestly, yeah. If someone so was like, to take, cross like... the silver seed that we had before with the scary... Jumanji plants. plants. Yeah. Yeah, cool. that's cool. A good, yeah, that's a good way gotcha. of putting it. Right, well... They also seem to have a slight sheen to them the way that the um, extra-dimensional creature did, interestingly enough. But yeah, they, they rear up as if like snakes, at which point they then <laughs> and spray everyone who are grouped together. Could everyone please give me two fort saves? Okay. Oh dear, Sella's also not... Does this affect Hamid? Hamid is ten foot away from the rest of the group. Yeah, it wouldn't affect you. They're, He's the one not... that just moved away. They also are not aiming at you to be... You're invisible. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of effect is this, sorry? This is a poison, uh, sort of a poison effect. It's a bit complicated, but basically a poison okay. effect. Okay, so I have. Right, yeah, well, Hardy is uh, is in effect for me. Yeah, and afterwards, I, my one of my mercies is poisoned, so I can help out with that later. Uh, anyway, let's roll the two fortitude saves. Okay. Uh, yes, two fortitude saves, please. No wild bonus from the, to this one because wild oh. is only affecting will will saves. Correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. I rolled a 25 and an 18. Cell uh, so rolled a 25 and a 13. 29, 18. Hammond, nothing. Skrark, 22 and 18. Oof. Wild seems to do something I'm not going to really be able to explain beyond. He sort of passes a hand in front of his face temporarily and then there's a sort of flash of, like, it seems like the dust that comes out is silver itself. Seems to sort of just flash away. Cool. Summit Neil gets that straight in the face and then uh, 
starts shaking and drops to one knee, breathing incredibly heavily. We are still in initiative order because technically those two plants are still kicking around, okay? Okay. But I do have to end the episode. Oh. Stop right. threatening our NPCs, Alex. They're the problem is you're babies. so overscaled that they're Okay, this is this is this is truth, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You keep get given NPCs who are a higher level than you, but you are more powerful than by virtue of your build. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they have player class levels. Also, we're not overscaled. We are scaled. We are playing the game as intended. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Thank you, I Alex. You See, now suffer. you're with me. <laughs> really <laughs> come up to my side. <laughs> Right, well, as we enter our third week in a row of combat, <laughs> I guess we'll see each other and find out what happens next week. Yeah. Bye, all. Bye. Bye! Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Hannah Preisinger. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord, or via Reddit at r slash RustyQuill. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the programme audio series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.